0: Neil had no idea where I was going tonight and he sang that song on blessings uh, which is so fitting title of the message is blessed shall you be and I want to read in Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 6 it says blessed shall you be when you come in and blessed shall you be when you go out I love that scripture but then I, I got to reading a while ago just before I come out here and it says The Lord will cause your enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before your face. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. The Lord will command the blessings on you in your storehouse and in in all in which you set your hand. And he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. It goes on, it says, The Lord will establish you as holy people to himself, just as he has sworn to you. Then it says, if you keep my commandments of the Lord and walk in his ways. And I want to I kick off on the walk in his ways because I think lots of times in our lives he is trying to get blessings to us, but we tend to get off track and get operating in stress and get, you know, especially this time of year. Uh, everybody is so busy. I was looking at my calendar just last night and it's like every evening is something going on until the end of December, and then Christmas comes, and then you're dealing with that. So uh, you can easily get stressed, but I, I, think, I think if we pay attention to what's going on and know that God's wanting to bless us, that if we do our part, now we've got it, we, we want to follow His commandments and follow His ways, but following His ways, a lot of times, we are not supposed to worry about life. We're not supposed to let things get us down. We're not supposed to, we're supposed to actually walk in peace. 2 Corinthians thirteen eleven says, live in peace and the God of peace will be with you. Well, I think there's some things we can do. And I've, I, I just, t- yesterday, the day before yesterday, I, I just wrote down things that come in my heart. Dealing with problems. Is it the problem that's your problem or is it how you're dealing with the problem? How you're walking through the problem? And if we're not going to walk trusting Him in everything in our lives, in every situation, you say, Well, I don't have problems. Well, when you do, because people are going to, the Bible says, in this world there will be tribulation, there will be hard times. So are you looking at the problem, or are you looking at how is God going to walk me through the problem? And I think we need to look at that, especially this time of year when everybody's so stressful. You know, I get. I don't like buying. I love giving, but I don't like having to pick out presents. Anybody with me on that? It's like what in the world? I mean, like me. I had somebody ask me last night, "What do you want?" I've got everything I want, so that makes it difficult for them. But for me, buying for family and for the elders and for the people that I buy for, what do you? What do you? So I can real easy get into stress over Christmas. And I love to give. I mean, I'm, I'm a, I, I enjoy giving. So maybe I'll just give everybody money. That way they'll be happy and I'll be happy. I don't know. Uh, but I know that's what my grandkids want. That's just the way they are. But I think we've got to recognize that we don't, we don't want to allow things in our life. Well, like the, the people that I just talked about, the sickness and the disease. You know, we know Ray's situation. We know his heart's only pumping 15 to 20% right now. And we know the doctors say, they can give him medicine to keep it beating, but then it's tearing up the rest of his body. So they've got to wean him off of it so they're pretty sure he's not going to make it. I can't fix that. We can't, all we can do is lift it up to the Lord. And his desire is to... His desire is let me go home. Quit giving me medicine. Let me go. So our place... In that situation, is like every situation like that, is God, you've got this. You know, I think sometimes we we know God heals, but sometimes we swing it so far that we say, Lord, your will be done. Well, that's what we want, but at the same time, if he's going to be able to walk in a life where he can operate and be Ray, then we want him alive. But if it's time for him to go home, then we want God's will to be done. But in the midst of all of that, we can't, Fix the problem. We just got to walk through the problem. But what's neat about walking through the problem is we know he will walk us through it. And he will take care of us. Uh, Another one I got wrote down. If you can't change it, don't carry it. If I can't change a situation, then why would I get all uptight about the situation? That's like our our presidential race is going to be coming up now. Trump said he's going to go now again. Well, what do you do with that? Either way, who's going to be there is who's going to be there, especially in Illinois. Our vote comes out of Chicago. So what do you do about that? Well, I can't change it, so I just do my part, and I just trust God and go with it. And everything I'm talking about tonight is he's trying to give us blessings, and those blessings are the things we trust in, those things that we walk, Hebrews tells us. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. So we've got to be in a place in our life where if we can't change it, you just don't let that burden carry. You don't, you don't worry. Matthew six thirty four says, don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will take care of itself. I love that. But remember what's right before that in six thirty three: Seek first the kingdom of God, and he will add all these things to you. And then he comes right back and he says, so don't worry. I mean, it, he, he's almost telling us twice, don't worry about things in life, just trust me. Well, during this holiday in the busy seat you, know you know what's crazy about our busy schedules? We make them. Yeah. Right. We look at the calendar, if we've got a minute, we can do something else, we do it. Everybody just, I mean, the only time you spend time at home anymore is just to sleep. Because you're just doing and doing and doing and doing, and we wonder why we're all stressed out, and we wonder why we're all tight. What happened in the old day where you used to just fall down and look at the stars? A little cold to do that today, though. Always live, this one, a lot of people don't want me to talk about it, but always live within your means. I can remember the day when I let credit cards get me. And I, well, you know, i got to have it. And I would buy it with that credit card. And then I would buy it the next thing with a credit card. And then pretty soon, I'm paying 20 some percent interest on a credit card. And every $100 is costing me $25. Every $1,000 has cost me $250. Don't. you you want You want to live in peace? And God's trying to bless us? Don't spend any more than you're going to make. I'm not getting one grin from anybody out there. And we've all been there. But we've got to recognize credit cards are, are great to have if you pay them every 30 days and you don't give them any money. And if you can't do that, you say, but times are hard. I know times are hard, but look, we're all doing pretty good. And we've got to learn to live and and spend money according to what we make and and still put some back and give the Lord his 10. A lot of people struggling financially because they don't give the Lord his 10%. And then he can't prosper your 90%. And I could go on and on in that. But the fact is, we've got to recognize that we have to... The government does it. Illinois does it. We're trillions in debt. But we can't live that way because that puts stress on us and that puts us in a a position where we can't even receive the blessings so we don't even know they're coming because we're all uptight and into ourselves. We've got got to recognize that God's taking care of us. We've got to organize our lives. (laughs) That always helps. Eliminate the unnecessary activities. That goes back to your schedule. (laughs) Hebrews 4.10 said, He who has entered into his rest has himself also rested from his work. Now, that scripture there is talking about working to get your salvation, but it's also talking about God worked six days and he rested one. And we're a people now where it's like I've had people tell me, I, I, can't, I, I just can't go to church on Sunday uh, because that's my only day off. No, I have. And I've got things i got to do, so I've got to quit working in the church, and I've got to, I've got to, I can't take that hour for God, and I've got to do this, and I've got to do that. Watch out, because the blessings will just stop coming. And he wants to bless us. I mean, we listened to a song just now that's an awesome song. He wants, I mean, he, he loves us so much. I got to talking to Darlene, and she was sharing about, she was, possibly going to have to quit work and lose all of her retirement that she's worked 30 years for. And the company so likes her that they're giving her a chance to stay on and paying her more and giving her less hours so she can get her feet up and her leg can heal. That's called favor. That's called a blessing. But that's also called being someone that has worked and is faithful and is loyal all the stuff that God wants us to be all the all the fruit of the spirit that's inside of us he wants us to, to walk in that and watch what God does with it don't throw anything at me on this one never start procrastinating in your life i'm looking don't be one that puts it off tomorrow. I have found now that if I put it off one day, I lose a week. And if I put it off for that week, then I'll lose a month. And then if I put it off that month, it seems like it's a year before I get around to what I should have done the first day. Anybody here? When, you, when you've got, when the Holy Spirit speaks to you to do something, that's when the grace is there to do it. If you wait, you don't have near the grace that you had to get it done the first time. It's amazing how God graces you for things that need to be accomplished when he's moving you to, it's no different than the simple thing like, I need to call so-and-so. It's like a while ago, the Holy Spirit said, Call Lisa. I just picked up the phone, and I called Lisa, and she was on her way behind the ambulance going to St. Elizabeth. Perfect timing to hear from her pastor. Now, I haven't been to the hospital to see him, but I've not been directed to do that. But when you get directed to do something, I don't care what it is, washing your windows, paying your bill. Uh, I've had times where I've put off my sermon to the last minute, and then... Put it off, procrastinated, and then on the day that I needed to get it organized, I ended up at the hospital. More than once, I can tell you that Connie got sick the day I needed to study, but if I'd have studied when I was told to study, I would have had it done before she got sick and I couldn't do it. Procrastinating will absolutely drive you crazy. You've got to, and if you are here today and you are a procrastinator, quit. Just Make a choice, all right? If I know I have to get it done today, I'm going to get it done. I tell you what, Betty Craig is one that has taught me so much. She has a list of things she's got to do, and she just has learned, all right, I'm getting these done on this day, boom, 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 and then tomorrow will come, and I'll get this other stuff done, boom, and not worried about this stuff in the future, but just, I mean, she's, right now, nobody knows the work that she goes through for this Christmas program all the organization, all the things. She's been here every day, little things she's got to get done. I happened to catch her today at noon, and she was going out the door, and I had paperwork for her, and I was walking with her, talking to her about what, she's, what, what she wanted out of me, for the pay, because she's got stuff she's got to get done. It is no different than every class. Every class, they've got to practice now. But if you put it off, then it don't get done. And, and you, you've got to come to that place. You will come to the place in your life where you'll be totally stressed out because of everything you should have got done, and now how am I going to do it today? And then today you've got so much to do that you can't do what you used to do. You all know what I'm talking about. It don't work. So procrastination to me is a big one. Never, never. Putting, putting off what you need to do today has got to be done. You, you've got the grace for that. Access your own skills and your gifting. Recognize what's easy and flows good from you in your doings. Recognize, like, for example, if, you're, if, if, if and when you do get involved in the church, you find something that you've got the grace to do it. Like, putting me in the nursery, God would grace me if I had to be there. But that's not where my anointing's at. And everybody here is different. So if they come to you and say, "Will you come and teach my class and you know you can't teach, don't go there. Just say, no, but I'll be there to help you. I'll be there to assist you. Find where the grace is at. And when you do that in everything you do in life, you'll find that it goes better. Uh, example, anything in my phone or anything on my computer, there's nothing that drives me crazier than that. Yes, I need to learn it, and yes i'm trying to learn some of it, but even when i my television, if it all of a sudden doesn't work i 'm calling Neil anybody the television now got so complicated seventy five remotes you don't know which one you're pushing to get things to do all of a sudden it goes out and you don't know how to get things back and you, you've got to, you've got to put in you've got to put in you, well get your get your wifi uh Number. Well, I, I don't know where it's at. And I don't know where to put it when I get it. And, and, and I call Neil and he, over the phone I can't even do it. So what did I do the other day? I called Aubrey. And she come over. Well, I said, we've been doing that. She said, what's your, what's your password? I said, we've been putting it in right there. Neil showed me how. She said, well, let me try it. Boop, 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 boop. That's not my grace. So if you ever need anything done electronically, don't call Neil. He don't want to be bothered. Call Aubrey. Aubrey. (laughs) (laughs) But you want to do just about anything else. I'm a jack of all trades and a master of nothing, but I can take an engine apart. I can put an engine together. I can plumb. I can wire. I can do any of that stuff because I've got a little bit of grace for that. But don't. So why would I offer my help when somebody's having computer problems and drive myself nuts? You understand what I'm saying? And we're all, we've all, we're all gifted in different ways. Donna is a server in the area of loving. She loves to host and has people at her house all the time. Well, that drive me crazy. But she loves it. She just loves to cook and set it out and everybody be there and she's happy and they're happy and I could go around the room. But you've got to find, to keep, why am I bringing these up? To keep your peace, stay in your peace. To keep your blessings coming in and and knowing they're coming, find the place that you enjoy and stay there. Don't work where you hate work. Some people will spend 30 years of their life. That's the only reason Doc's not totally retired is because he, he told me one day, I said, when you retire? Probably 10 years ago. When you retire? he said, well, why would I retire? I love what I'm doing. Well, I'm the same way. But you put me at another job that I hate? I'm just, all I'm doing is looking for, to get out of there and I'm not doing the job properly. Brad's a good example, him and Tony. They were working at the prison and they hated it. So they just started working third shift and driving to Cape, changing clothes in the car and studying in the car to become barbers. And then driving home in the evening and then sleeping about three hours and then going to work until they got done with that work they didn't like and now they're doing what they enjoy. If you're out here today and you're doing something you don't like, why? You're losing peace. You're driving your family crazy. Just come to the place of sometimes you have to put your hand at it, but don't stop looking for something that's going to be a better blessing and you can be used better. I mean, it's just a common, a common sense thing. I don't like this. I'm going to do the best job I can do. I'm going to work as unto the Lord, but I'm looking for something I like if I have to go back to school. Because there's schools you can get now all the time. Why are you bringing that up? Because I want you to be blessed. And you're not being blessed because you're putting yourself in a position where how can you be blessed when you hate what you're doing and you're not doing your job? And the list goes on and on. You all with me? Find that place. I worked at the coal mines and I, 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 I liked running heavy equipment, but I knew this is not where I belong. Because at 12 years old, I knew that I was supposed to be a pastor. So I worked, and I, I, I worked, and I didn't like work, but I worked, and I bounced and tore my back up, and I ruined my ears, and the list goes on and on. And finally, the Lord said, how long are you going to do that when I've got things for you? And then when I started in the ministry, I have I I love what I do. Is, is it easy? Of course, nothing's easy, but you have the grace to do what you're called to do. Are you following what I'm saying? I'm trying to help you recognize God... He 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 went through. It's amazing. In the new in the new living translation, he says, "Whatever you go, wherever you go, and whatever you do, you will be blessed." So I want to put myself in a position to where he's going to take care of me in those arenas, but I've got my part to do. So much of the grace message, people misunderstand, and you say, "Well, you don't have to do anything." You don't have to do anything, but yet you do have to do things. I've got to be obedient to the Word of God. I've I've got to, I've got, if I'm going to expect my finances to to go where it's going to go, I've got to do, the Bible says to give give me back 10%, so that's His. So you do these things, He says, according to what the Word says, and you watch Him love you and take care of you. You watch Him bless you. You watch Him take care of you. This one you won't like. Stay out of other people's business. That's a big one. It seems like all of us want to be the judge. And we want to look at other people's families. And we want to tell them how to live and how to be when you're not in their family. And it's none of your business to even think about what's going on in their family. Y- you're not the judge and the advocate. You are just a friend And a support. And if you're bothering them and talking about them, then you're being a judge. I was sitting sitting close to a young man the other day that was ripping on somebody. That somebody happened to be my relation. But the crazy part is they knew it was my relation. And they were bold enough to say things about them knowing I was hearing it. wanted to go but my place is to go that's between them and God and I I, I, there's no sin saying a word I've just got to just got to let that go that's not my business we've got to learn to stay out of other people's business you say well they was talking they weren't talking about me they was talking about somebody else it wasn't my business I could have stood up for them but all I would have done was embarrassed him so I just got up and I just left and, le- and let it go to the best that I could let it go. You know, when you, you, when you get burnt, it's hard to forgive. Anybody? But you've got to forgive. That's like the time I was standing at Walmart, and Chris had just gotten put in jail. And I heard a person say, Man, their parents must be a monster, but the monsters raised somebody like that. You know, and it was right behind me. You just want to turn around and go, but you've got to just let it go. And this is what I'm talking about. We've got to stay out of people's business. And we've got to come to that place of recognizing God is bigger than we are. And he's going to fix it. If they need to be fixed. And a lot of people aren't at that place of knowing what they're even doing wrong. But by us judging them, we, according to Scripture, we become what they are. And we've got to, we've got to let those kind of things go. It's really not our place. Another one. In your families and your kids, if you've got kids, pick your fights. We could, when, we were, when, we were, when you're raising your kids, there's always something they're doing wrong because they're being trained. Y'all remember? I wished I would have learned earlier just to pick my fights with him. And not a fight, but pick my pick my picks. You know, like, hey. You know, and sometimes we finally, on Keith's room, we finally just closed the door because he never did clean the mess up. It was just a mess, and it was always bugging us and didn't bother him a bit. So we learned just to pick our fight, and we just closed the door. Now he's OCD is... Things are exact. His things are perfect. He knew how to do it. He just chose not to do it. And all he was doing was making me and Connie crazy. So pick your fights. Why lose peace over something like that? Let, let, let God take care of it. We've got to train them. but At the same time, we don't want to beat them up. We've got to, we've got to come to the place of recharging our battery. You've got to get the word in you. You've got to rest. Uh, I was reading today. When Jesus asked his disciples, who do you say that I am? You know where he's at? He was at a resort. He was on vacation. They just got done feeding thousands, and they went to Caesarea Philippi, which is an area that I got to go to, and there's a water, there's a cave where water is just billowing out, and in that cave, that goes into the Jordan River. One of them goes in the Jordan River. But in that, there's a great big wall, and there's all kinds of idols that they used to have there. But it's a resort, and they had it carved out in the rock where that water would first go in like hot tubs all over the place. But they were cool baths. And that's where Jesus and the disciples were hanging out, and they were recharging their batteries. And that's where Jesus said to Peter, Who do you say that I am? If he can do it, then we should take vacations. Then we should rest. Then we should recharge our batteries. Then we should recognize that we've got to be able to shake things off. It's funny when you do that, you, you tend to get a different perspective on life and what's going on. You come to that place of recognizing, oh man, it, it wasn't as bad as I thought. But, you know, let me, give you, let me give you the answer that'll fix everything. In the area of stress, in the area of peace, get out of self. Do you know that if you're in self, you're going to self-destruct? And by that, I mean help someone. Serve in the church. Get a purpose. You know, if you're just coming in the door, for example, here, and you're coming in and you're not doing anything involved in anything, you don't really have a purpose for the church, towards the church. If you don't have a purpose, you're going to perish, what the Word says. And if I don't have a reason to be somewhere, why would I even bother going? So, learn to, to, to help someone. Learn to serve. Learn to get a purpose. Learn to get away. Learn to get out of your house. COVID taught us that we could be alone. And no one can be alone. We're not designed to be alone. So recognize that if you're in self and it's all about you, that you need to get out of you and watch God take care of you. Uh, Isaiah 40, 31 says, Those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. We've got to come to a place of trusting in Him. And I've got wrote down, Relax and put your trust in the Lord. Proverbs 3, 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And I love how Joyce Meyer used to say it. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own stinking thinking. Come to the place of recognizing that you've got to, to walk with Him and trust Him. Don't allow life to get you so stressed out that you can't receive the blessings that He's got for you. Because I'm telling you, I, I, I mean, the first person I talked to tonight was Darlene. And she was just bubbling with what, I mean, got going to get a bigger, bigger paycheck and work whatever hours she wants. She's not, she's not on salary now. She just works hours but makes more money. I mean, keeps her, what a blessing. Well that all comes from God and that's from living according to the way God wants us to live, just to recognize He's got this and He's gonna take care of this. Let's all stand up. Father, we thank you. Lord, we know you've got every situation in our life. Help us to help us to not let the problem get us down, but walk through the problem. Let us come to that place in our life where we find a purpose to serve and to help people and help, help others and get our mind off of ourselves And the list goes on and on of the things we talked about tonight. Lord, help us adjust our schedules. Help us to recognize, Lord, that, that you've got every situation, every circumstance in our life. And we thank you that you're going to take care of everything. We just have to go one day at a time trusting in you. And we thank you for it, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Call you blessed. If you need prayer for anything, I'll be up front.